Hi, you're listening to Yeah, It Can't Be Good, a rewatch podcast of the sci fi original series Eureka. Let's get started. Hey, it's Doug with the TV Guide Synopsis. Season 3, Episode 9. Welcome back, Carter. First aired July 10th, 2009. Following his termination as sheriff, Carter interviews for a job with the Department of Homeland Security. Deputy Lupo resigns when she learns the new sheriff is a very personable robot. Creators Andrew Cosby and Jamie Paglia, written by Bruce Miller and directed by Matthew Diamond. Thanks, Doug. Hi, this is Vicki, and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 9, Welcome Back, Carter. I'm here with my co-host, Skip. Hello. Hello. I don't know. What do you think this episode's going to be about? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a long two weeks. Yes. So I've been preparing for this. <laughs> so in this episode, there's a new sheriff in town, and someone seems to be out to get the sheriff, and Lexi actually did something good. I'll find out yes. that she's done something. She's done something good. Good for herself. I mean, anybody else probably could have done it too, but she was the one who did it. Oh, so that's high praise. <laughs> high praise. Well, I just for thought Lex. you would appreciate. She did something the that literally anybody else that could Lexi have done. did something good. Mm, I remain skeptical. <laughs> okay, so we're back, and we find that Carter's still fired. Well, the episode starts with him at an interview right. for Homeland Security. And there was a little exposition there when, you know, they said, so how is it in a small town? It must be boring. And then, you yeah. know, we have all the flashbacks to previous seasons in case we forgot what Eureka's so, like. You know, he says small town policing. That's what it says on his resume. But wasn't the previous sheriff Army Intelligence? He was, but I don't think that he was allowed to talk about that. Not allowed to talk about out it, of but it. that was his official title. He was uh, Army Intelligence. And, I'm and not then sure. when they hired Carter, it came with a promotion and a uh, pay raise. Exactly. But I think that if Sheriff Cobb was fired and went to get a job elsewhere, I'm not sure that he... The got, whole redaction thing, that's shred what, your files. That's what I'm, yeah. how I'm taking it. Um, although Homeland Security is part of the government, so of course we know all these government agencies don't share information. Yeah. But you would assume that... Right. Homeland but Security Carter would was a, know. was a U.S. Marshal. Right. And once he got the promotion, that would have made him something better than a U.S. Marshal. Right. And you would think that all yeah. of the government agencies would know about Eureka and the well, sheriff. Well, I don't know that they would know about Eureka, but they would know that you were doing this. Let's say you, uh, you were promoted to Army Intelligence and you did three years on a project that has been... Um, kind of blacked out right. from your record. So you were doing a secret project. Good for you. Right. You would, we need yeah. a guy like you. You would think. Not, oh, so I see you've been doing small town policing. Right. So I think maybe that it, it would have been more um, realistic if he was interviewing a job in the public sector and not yeah. for the government yeah. because the and government the should Security know. could say, okay, right. you've done three years working for the Department of Justice. It's classified. So that's cool. Right. You know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because in the public sector, then they could just yeah. say, oh, small town sheriff. But you would assume yeah. that Homeland oh, Security. You've uh, worked for the DOJ. So what were you doing? I can't talk about Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect sense. Um, so, yes, as we said, Carter's looking for a job and Allison is still pregnant. 
Yes. And more pregnant. More. Yeah, very quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So time must. Have, this has been. A, this has probably been a couple of months then. Right. Which is probably why they we between took, the time he was fired and between right. the, in real time it was from September to July. Okay. So it was almost a nine month. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nine months. Yeah. Okay. She's ready. Yeah. So Carter visits Cafe Diem. Vincent's emotional, yeah. of course. You know, the man who always complained about what Carter ordered. Yeah. And now it's like a simple meal. For a simple <laughs> meal. Sheriff. Carter. <laughs> yeah. And Joe's... Mr. Yeah, Carter Mr. Jack. Carter Jack. Oh. What do I call you? <laughs> yeah. And Joe's waiting to hear that she has been um, made, made the new the sheriff, sheriff. Because yeah. she's acting sheriff right now. Yeah. And then they get word that the new, new sheriff, sheriff has arrived. Poor Joe. Yeah, she really she's been getting screwed in this town. <laughs> Joe and Joe and Henry get screwed. Yeah, continuously. So they go and meet Sheriff Andy, a sheriff yeah. in a box. He comes. Yeah. He, sheriff in a box. Yeah, he comes out of a box and. Now I gotta say, love Andy. I love Andy. Yeah, he's a great, great sheriff. They should have kept him. That could have been the spinoff. <laughs> Andy. A spinoff in a different town. Yes. Sheriff Andy goes to Mayberry. Or <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. We don't want him in Eureka. But. <laughs> so, of course, Joe quits because she's been passed over yes. twice. Yeah. And now she's passed over. Which is a absolutely reasonable thing. It is, yes. And, of course, General Mansfield is there. Yeah, because this is his new experimental... Yeah. billion. He's just so annoying. Yeah. But as a taxpayer, to spend billions of dollars to build a robot that was specifically designed to be a small town sheriff. Doesn't make any sense. It's kind of ridiculous. It is. It is. But uh, yeah. What does a small town sheriff make in the real world? 30,000 a year? Right. And. Unless he was specific to Eureka, which is a whole different ball game. But still, but still, yes, that is that totally ridiculous. Right, just to be a sheriff, right. and to dress him up as a sheriff—that's <laughs> just playing Barbies. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Now I love Andy. Yeah, great guy. Yep, yeah. but not in Eureka, not in Mayberry. <laughs> Maybe in Mayberry. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Joe quits. Yes, General Mansfield shows up. Then we get to Carter's house, and Lexi has a tensor field generator. Tensor field generator by our old friend, Dr. Fielding. Dr. Fielding, right. Yeah. Which um, is for her home birth. Yeah. And it makes... It's like you could birth your baby in zero gravity. In weight, yeah, weightlessness. Yeah. Carter says, why are you making all these plans if they have to move? Why is Allison asking him to be her coach if they have to move? They're going to move. Right. And then Lexi says she gained 10 pounds in one day. Which is kind of a throwaway line until later. Yeah. But then aren't pregnant ladies always complaining about weight gain? Yeah, 10 pounds in one day is a little bit. It's but a little, it's, little it's bit. Lexi. <laughs> I gained 10 pounds in one day. Yeah, sure you did. All right. Yeah, it's a little bit over the top. Yeah. If it's not an exaggeration, her, it's over it's, the top. Yeah. yeah. So Sarah reports to Carter that there's trees falling and Allison's involved. Yes. So he goes yeah. to the site and General Mansfield... Is right there on is the Is right there to tell him to leave. Well, you know what? He's a, he's a citizen. Yeah. There's other citizens standing at yeah. the scene. He's there to see if Allison's okay. 
Clinton not, doesn't exactly. say that. I'm just seeing if everybody's okay. Yeah, well, it's not your job to see if everybody's right. okay. He should have said, I heard Allison was in an accident, right. so I came here right. to see if she was okay. So screw you. Well, he never says what he should say. Yeah. He never... your business why I'm here. Carter is suspicious of the trees falling because yes. it's Eureka and trees just don't... And he says that yeah. to Andy this later is, on. Yeah, this, this is Eureka. A tree falling is not just a tree falling. And not just one tree. A lot of a trees. A group of right. trees all of a sudden fell. Right. Anywhere um, in the world, that's a that's a, an anomaly. But Andy won't listen because of his programming. You yeah. Know, he's, he's programmed to... Yeah, he's yeah. not programmed to think that way. Yeah. Which is, again, odd... Because if he's programmed to work in Eureka, Specifically for he Eureka. should be programmed to think that everything is out of... He was programmed to be a small-town sheriff. And I guess. Like you said, that really doesn't make any sense at all. As because... a taxpayer, I'd be very upset <laughs> that they spent that amount of money for a sheriff for 30000 a year. That doesn't have any insight into yeah. the town, right? So then we find out that even though Carter told Homeland Security that he wanted to wait until the end of the semester for Zoe. Yeah. He finds out he got the job and he has to leave in like two or three but they days. they need him to start right yeah. away. Yeah. Of course, that doesn't go over well with Zoe. As they're discussing it, Sheriff Andy comes in to collect Carter's uniform. Yeah. For inventory purposes. Now, it's been nine months, correct? <laughs> And he still I has guess. his old uniform? I don't know how long it's been in Eureka let's time. Say, let's say five months. It's been five months. Do you, do you think she, it's months? She, I know she's he huge. He gets fired yes. when she says, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Right. I just found out I'm pregnant. So she's been pregnant for maybe a month. Right. Right? Because a month right. could go by, you're, you're yeah. not showing or anything like that. So now, next time we see her, she's got the big belly. It's got to right. be, what, four months later? Well... She's already had a kid, so uh, your second pregnancy you show a lot earlier than... Okay, so we'll say three months. Okay. See, it was never determined how long it's been. Judging by the size of her stomach, it wasn't a week. Just a week, right. Yeah, unless they have some kind of accelerated birthing thing. Now, look at Lex. Lex has been pregnant for how long? Right. And she's... Not I... showing at all? No. I don't know. I don't know uh, how long it's supposed to be. But they just let him hang out for three months? Yeah, job search, looking, you know, they, they didn't kick him out of the town like they usually do. But they only do that to the GD scientists. Right. They, they shred their files and kick him out of the yeah. town, give him a new identity, and he was just the sheriff. He's a civilian. Right. But still, he still has his uniform. Yep, hanging in the closet. After three months? Hanging in the living room closet. Did right. presumably his first job interview? That's what like I'm confused he's, about. He's they just let him there, hang out yeah, for three months and not look for like a job? sitting on his couch in his underwear yeah, drinking beer. That's what, that's what I'm wondering. I think Sally Richardson was really pregnant. Yeah. So I'm sure they had to either block her with bags and books and tables or Well, there was show, a mid-season break. So yeah, that was, uh, and, or show that she's yeah. pregnant and hope we don't worry about how long it's been <laughs> since the last time we talked about it. But... Yeah, a, a lot of that didn't make sense. Yeah. But So Sarah scans the wood samples on Sheriff Andy's shoes yes. when he comes in to get the um, uniform, and she says that there are abnormalities yes, in the wood. Genetic abnormalities right. in the uh, wood fibers. Right. So Carter gets Allison to sort of give him the name of a tree guy yeah. who happens to be a woman, and that's Dr. Leonardo. So Carter and Joe, who are both fired, well, 
Carter's, Carter's fire, fire and Joe's quit. quit. Yeah, she makes that clear. Yeah. Are working together, even though they're not working for the sheriff's department. Yeah. Go to talk to Dr. Leonardo and give her the wood chips. She realizes that she can't talk to them, although I think she also realizes that something's wrong with the wood chips. Oh, she knew right away. Yeah. She knew right away there was something wrong. And, of course, Carter picked up on that because yeah. that's what he does. But she couldn't give him any information. So he tries to find Andy, who's at this satellite dish farm yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to explain it to Andy, and the satellite comes down and, and crushes, crushes him. Yeah. Later, you know, Henry just picks up this the whole piece. Thing. Yeah. He says, this and is he says, this is lightweight. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't have crushed anybody. So somebody would have had to rip it off and throw it down. Yeah. Which isn't what happened, we figure yeah. out later, but... In the meantime, they were able to repair Andy. Yes. But the only glitch is he can't remember anybody's name. Yeah, he gets everybody's so, names wrong, which is funny. It was funny. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah. I, so I when they're interviewing the lady, they find her by the side of the road, <laughs> secretly doing the thing. Yes. You know? He's calling Carter Dave and everybody's dead names. It's hilarious. It was funny. Yeah. The next scene is Cafe Diem, and I think it's Allison, Carter, Lexi, and Henry maybe sitting at the table. And, you know, Lexi's looking for Fig Newtons. I don't even know why that's a thing. That why she's looking for Fig Newtons? Fig Newtons are the most disgusting thing. I happen to enjoy oh my. Fig Newtons. I don't even know who thought of that. Who said, I'm going to jellify figs and, and <laughs> wrap them up. In a, in a cake pudding. I happen to enjoy a really? Fig Newton every Ooh. once in a while. Yeah. Yuck. They're good. No, they are not. They help you poop. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'll run right out and get them. <laughs> fig Newtons. There is nothing wrong with a Fig Newton. No, not a thing for me. If she asked for Oreos, I could... Yeah, Oreos. Or better, Hydrox. I love Hydrox. No. I know, huh? Weird. Yeah. I like the uh, the second-rate Oreos. Uh, oh, I love Hydrox. No. No. <laughs> Give me a good peanut butter cookie. Burnt at the bottom. Yes. Yeah. They have to be burnt a at the bottom. <laughs> burnt peanut butter cookie is, yep. is exactly. absolutely fantastic. But not Fig Newtons. So, if the Fig Newton was slightly burnt? No. Uh-huh. No, no, no. So, <laughs> we got way off the track on that, snack food. That's today. okay. My favorite subject. See what Lexi does to you? <laughs> See what kind of person she is? You know, when I was pregnant with DC, yeah. I worked in the worst place a, a pregnant person could work. I worked... For Baskin Robbins. That's right. Yeah. I didn't work awesome. not not the store. I worked in the, the yeah, office in the, in the office, f- yeah. factory, and those tubs would come off the line, and they were in the lunchroom. <laughs> there was like six or twelve l- tubs of ice cream in the lunchroom, and it got to the point when I was pregnant that the production guys would come up and ask me what flavor I wanted. In the, <laughs> I was eating ice cream three times a day. <laughs> And I'm not talking one scoop. I'm talking ice cream. Tubs of ice cream. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then that's when they had those Sunday bars. Yep. We didn't make the Sunday bars in our facility, but we used to get gift certificates um, every quarter. Yeah. So I used to drive to the next town over (laughs) and get a box of six Sunday bars, and they were gone by the time I got home. So I can relate. Not to the Fig Newtons, but I can relate. But Carter says something about her ten, the 10 pounds that she yeah. gained, and she says her scale must have been wrong because she's back to normal, oh. which makes Car- Carter... I'm not exactly sure how that 
yeah translated into like, into how could you ever take anything that Lexi says serious? I gained ten pounds overnight. Oh, I thought you gained ten pounds overnight. No, I'm back to normal now. Yeah, figures. But I don't know how that of course you are got him. <laughs> I don't know how that got him thinking that maybe the satellite just got heavy quickly. Yeah, and maybe the trees just got heavy quickly. I'm not sure how that connected. Well, I mean, it, you know, Carter's brain works like that. Yeah. Right? So again, Carter tries to talk to Andy about random acts of gravity. Yeah. Air quotes. And as he walks away, the Jeep crushes Andy. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> so Carter's beginning to think it's intentional. Yeah. It's, like, so yeah. These random gravity acts of gravity. wells yes. are specifically targeting Andy. Right. But Henry say theorizes it, yes, that the gravity wells are going to start to show up all over town. So now Andy's fixed again, but he's speaking Dutch. Yes, because now his language censors uh, <laughs> are, are bad, uh, which is hilarious again. Yes. And Allison mentions a tensor field. Yes. And Carter remembers Dr. Fielding, Dr. And, his Fielding and his baby tensor field, yeah. tensor field baby bubble thing yeah. that he Maybe he had. can help. Right. So they talk to Dr. Fielding, and he seems pretty clueless. Yeah. And they finally get him to go. He didn't want to go to GD. He wanted to work in his own lab. Yeah. But they enticed him with something to go to GD. So he's trying to help them. Well, he has, like, delusions of grandeur yes. anyway. Yes, yes. You know? Yeah. So he was... So he's... he's now really, he feels like I'm a big, important person. Right, they all need. because I did this. It's yeah. going to destroy the town, but um, yeah. look at me. Right. And they get him to GD, and, uh, you know, they're trying to get answers out of him, and Henry's just looking at him yeah, like... Yeah, and Henry's like, I don't think... He's <laughs> like, oh, well, he invented this thing. He knows what he's talking about. He invented it by accident. He did it. So whatever he told them to do and whatever they did made it worse. Yes. And now buildings are falling. Yeah, because um, the, uh, the gravitons are, are grouping together... And then the gravity wells are grouping together into a singularity. Okay. And if they get to that stage, the whole town's going to screw. Right. They finally get it out of him that he met some woman in a chat room. Yeah. Marguerite Von Dieter. Mm. And she is the one who helped him create the tensor field. Yes. Andy discovers that there's no such thing as Marguerite Von Dieter. Yeah. So he was being catfished. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that was before that was a thing, huh? Yeah, but... Was Catfish know, on the yeah. air then? I love that show. I'm sure they existed. <laughs> Catfish existed before Yeah, that. I guess so. It been before uh, Neve's documentary. Right. And Andy also figures out where the emails are coming from. Yes. So Carter goes home and confronts Zoe. And knowing Zoe's background, for a minute there, I was like... What? <laughs> Yeah, but you yeah. know, what did she do she now? Totally right. catfish a guy. Right. For a minute I thought yeah. that. And yeah. then as it but went does on she I was, really know enough about right. Gravitons? For a minute I thought that and as yeah. it went on I was like, No, this is not right. So Sarah confesses. Yes. Because it turns out it was just a hoax. Blaming Zoe was just a hoax. Right. Sarah and Carter, Carter, yeah, Carter knew that it wasn't yeah. Zoe. And Zoe's kind of impressed with that. Yeah. You think she was going to be wow. mad? You used me to... Yeah. But yeah, she was a little impressed with that. Sarah was trying to make it so Carter could stay. Yeah. I guess she figured if she eliminated Andy, yeah. Carter would be able to stay. But now... Yeah, Dr. Fielding's naive attempts at trying right. to fix the problem actually made it worse and got... Beyond anybody's right. uh, help. 
So now, now they're Sarah dealing. Right. Sarah can't even yeah, help. Right. She can't help because what he did just kind of, as they say, screwed the poop. Right. You know? And so now they have the threat of a black hole. Yes. A singularity is going to coalesce. So Carter suggests a bomb, and I'm going to have you explain that because I don't really understand. He suggests that the original graviton generator, mm-hmm. or the, the original tensor field generator, mm-hmm. if you were be able to reverse and expand on it, it would it would just equalize everything. Okay. You know, in one poof. Okay. But they need a lot of power to be able to do that. And that's when they decide to go to, uh, what's his name? Well, see, they, they have the power source. Now they just have to get it to... Uh, Fielding's lab, mm-hmm. because that's where the tensor field generator is. Right. So they have the power source. They know where the the uh, the generator is, but that's where all the gravity wells are beginning to come together. Okay. Right above that area. So the only one that could stand that immense energy and and gravity would be Andy. Right. You and know. Andy refuses. And Andy's like, nope, not going to do it. Not going <laughs> to do it. Because apparently this sheriff that they created for Eureka or just an everyday small town yeah. is not supposed to take unnecessary risks. That's right. He is not supposed to put his own life in danger to save the general public. Right. Which is pretty much what police do. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But then again, the DOJ is like, this thing costs... Right, we don't want it destroyed. I don't want anything happening to it. So let's, again, put the public good second to our million-dollar robot. Billion-dollar robot. Billion-dollar robot. So Carter volunteers to go, and Andy had to wonder why, and Allison just really didn't take that opportunity to explain a little more. Well, she says, well, that's what he does. Right. So he Which is a good explanation yeah. at this point in the series. Yeah, that's kind of what he does. He's done it but this, every week. Right, but if we want to change his robot's way of thinking, we have to explain why he's doing it. Yeah, but robots don't think. Well, They're programmed. Yeah, but he does think. Yeah. So does Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sarah's a, yeah. Sarah's Sarah. She's an anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, Carter goes in. Of course... He can't. He can barely walk. Yeah, the gravity because yeah, well, he keeps hitting the gravity wells are right. dispersed, so it's not intense and, gravity right. the whole time. And there. he doesn't know where they are. And he hits one. The power field crushes through the floor. Right, gone, lost. gone. So now they need another power source. Yeah. Andy, I guess, decides. He steps up. Yes, He's he does. By He's Carter's, a, right. So uh, he does think. Yeah. He's <laughs> so. impressed by Carter, so he steps up. And they changed his uh, the way his his eyes work, so he can see he can see where the wells where are, the, where the wells yeah. are. So he's able to avoid them. Right. So he gets Carter. They needed a power source. They, they lost a, the power they, source. They lost the power source. But then Carter sees there's a, a dangling wire. Well, what giant be, wire. Yeah, giant <laughs> cable. Yeah. Um, on the. You know, on the ground, he said, there's your power source. And Andy's like, that's, you know, that's regular household. No way a three-inch cable is regular household. Right, right. Well, you know. in Eureka, it might yeah. be. But. but then Carter points out that he, you know, this fielding has been reported and been cited before for overusing electricity right. for, you know, stealing other people's electricity. Right, so chances are. Chances are that's yeah. not 
one <laughs> right, head, right. Yeah. which a cable that size, I think, you, you know, you, you would, would automatically assume there's high tension. Right, you right. Know. But it's still not enough. You so know. Andy has to use his body. His body, the power source in his body, combined with the cable to be able to pump enough power into the generator for it to do its whatever thing. And he does. He does. And we think again that he that he has been destroyed. That he's been for destroyed the third time. <laughs> he had a busy day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he eventually wakes up, so that's fixed. Yes, so that's fixed. Andy wakes up. He's not destroyed. He he hasn't lost any of his language or name yeah. memory. But he does say this job's not for me. He does it. Yeah. Yes. So it ends with Zoe and Carter heading to Carter's goodbye party. Yes. At Cafe Diem, and Henry stops. Well, Allison comes out, right. and then Henry's, the, you know, first it's Allison coming, hey, coming to the party, yeah. we're going to miss you. And then uh, Henry comes by, you know, hey, going to the party. And Henry read the, t- well, Henry didn't read the town charter. No. Nope. Andy had it all downloaded, and Andy... Told him about told a clause, him about a, uh, an obscure clause in the, in town, the charter town charter that the DOD can sign. The DOD, I keep calling them the DOD. Uh, yeah, Department of Justice. Department I think you're thinking Department of Defense. Defense yeah. yeah, the DOD can fire the sheriff, right. but only with the mayor's approval. Right, written approval. Yes, and it just so happens that Lexi got Henry elected, elected mayor. See, now, you cannot call that good. Yes, I can. That she did something good. She did. She got the person she wanted to be mayor. It was a selfish act for her. Just so happens it it, it worked out in Carter's advantage. I don't know that it was selfish. He did not want to be the mayor. No, he didn't. But he took it. But he he took it after he was elected mayor. Right. But, But she forced Henry to be the mayor. See, I don't know that it was selfish. And I told you, I don't like Lexi. And I was just about to ask you, so what good thing did she do? We're at the end of the episode, and I have not, I have yet to see a good thing. I don't know that it was selfish. Given the other candidates that were running, she saw Henry as somebody who was conscientious, had the town's best interest at heart, and she started a write-in vote. Yes, she didn't ask him. Yes, she I get it. She didn't ask him. She didn't care whether but he wanted to be mayor or not. it wasn't selfish. It was for the town's good. No, she didn't care whether he wanted to be mayor. It was for her. But Carter endorsed him. She wanted, I want Henry to be mayor, (laughs) so he's going to be mayor. I don't care what he thinks or anybody It worked out for us, didn't it? Coincidentally. Because no other person... She had no way of knowing that doing that was going to eventually save someone's But it worked out for us because she got him elected mayor. And, I mean, none of those other people would have worked... To try and figure out how to keep Carter. Maybe you Lucas know, to know, get on the good side you know, of him. did the good thing? Who? Andy. By citing obscure clause in a 160-page Right, but I have a feeling that Henry approached him about it. What if one of the other ones were mayor? That Who else was happen. running for mayor? That wouldn't happen. The only one that may have possibly tried to look into it would have been Lucas, maybe. Lucas? See, Henry didn't look into it. Andy brought it to him. I think Henry was looking into it. And what if Vincent became mayor? You think he wouldn't have saved Carter? I think it wouldn't have occurred to him to look at it. Any one of them. Vincent and Lucas were figureheads. If they were elected mayor, Fargo would have been running the show. 
if Luke was was elected mayor, Zoe would have been running the show. Those two were figureheads. And you don't think the Zoe other, would save her own father? I don't think it would have occurred to her to look into it. See, I don't think that Henry was the one that said to Andy, I need you. I think it was Andy that went up to Henry and said, hey, you know, I have the entire town charter in my memory and there is a Maybe. clause because they were all surprised. You read 160 pages of the town charter in just a few hours? No, I He's know. He's been out of a job for months. Henry's been the yeah, mayor I, I for guess you're months. Right. And he never, he had plenty but of time to read all that himself. Not 160 volumes he did. And he's probably halfway through 160 volumes in the three months that Carter's been out of job. I think it was Andy. It, well, I think it was strongly implied that Andy was the one that brought it after. Andy was like, this job is not for me. Well, definitely. I need yeah. this guy back. Wait a minute. There's that clause. Yeah. I'm going to the mayor. So Lexi, in effect, did nothing. <laughs> Because whoever was mayor, if Andy brought that to any of them, they would have done the same thing. Your daughter's boyfriend is not going to save your job. Fargo would have saved his job. Fargo was all gung-ho for that um, robot. Fargo wouldn't have saved his job. Well, it doesn't matter because it would have been Zoe's boyfriend that was technically the mayor. True, that's true, because he was second. Well, we're going to agree to disagree. I still think she did something good unintentionally, but she did. No. Not going to agree with that statement. <laughs> Maybe time will tell. There are other episodes with her in it that she has the potential of doing something good, but I don't see it. Well, see, and I told you when she first showed up, I couldn't stand her. And not that I like her, but as a background character, as somebody who just shows up to take Zoe to Cafe Diem or have a baby floating thing in the house... Yeah. I don't mind her. Which is not inconvenient for anybody that lives no, in the no, house. No, no, no. But I don't mind her as much as in the first couple episodes. I wasn't sad when she left. I disagree. And that's all he's going to say about it. She right. has absolutely no redeeming qualities at all. Well, I don't think she has a great purpose in the show, which we've said. Yeah. Everybody along the line, Kim, Dud Graham, Lee, and you, has said, you know, they she doesn't really seem to have a purpose. Yeah. Other than just aggravating everybody. Especially, you know who she aggravates the most? The viewers of the program. Yes, and that's probably why she didn't really last. Spoilers. Yeah. It didn't last all that long. I don't know the story behind that. Anyway, Carter has his job back. Yay. Yay. At the end of the episode, we have Henry telling Allison Allison, that there's something. The teaser for the new Right, for the new storyline. Yeah. Something is out there. Out there sending a signal. Right. Directly An to the artificial Eureka. signal that mm-hmm. we don't have anything that's that that far out right. to be sending a signal. So, but somebody is sending a signal, and it's coming our way. Right. The end. That's it. Yep. That storyline makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> okay. So did did we hit everything in your notes? We hit everything. All right. So we will be back next week for episode what? What are we on? Ten. So ten. Ten. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next time for Season 3, Episode 10, Your Face Off Mind. See you later. Bye. Bye. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At Facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch. Or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at eurekarewatch.com. 
You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.